So here's the issue. Right now, there are more podcast books and information on fitness than ever. But which ones have the best information? Which ones will help you grow as a person the most? Which ones will get you to the next level in your life? Those are the questions, and this podcast will give you the answers. My name is Coach Cody Smith, and this is the Create Yourself Podcast. All right, and welcome back to the show today, you guys. Today, my topic that I'm going to jump into is concurrent training. So if you don't know what concurrent training is, it is a style of training in which you blend together strength and conditioning. And there's always just kind of back and forth research on whether this is an effective way to train or whether it's not an effective way to train. So I kind of kind of peel back the onion on uh, what the most up-to-date research on it is and then uh, jump into a few other pieces of the puzzle inside of that. Uh, so I hope you guys are going to enjoy the topic and uh, – Get ready to go ahead and bring out your notepad and your pen and get ready to get some knowledge uh, dropped on you. So before, uh, as always, before we jump to the show, go ahead and take a screenshot on your phone, post on your Instagram story, and then tag me in it. I am at Coach Cody Smith. I always ask you to do that because uh, podcasting changed my life and I just want to pay it forward. I want to give people the same you know, changes and, and alterations in their trajectory the same way that I received it from podcasting. So my hope is that I can deliver the same thing through this show. The only way that I can do that is with your help. So take that screenshot, post on your story, and then tag me in it. And then I hope you enjoy the topic today as we jump into concurrent training. What's going on, you guys? And welcome back to the show today. Today, we're going to be discussing concurrent training. So concurrent training is a fancy word for doing lifting and conditioning together. And this happens a lot of times, uh, all the time, essentially, um, in performance-based environments inside of like, you know, CrossFit and functional fitness and um, things that are, are, are like those two things. Um, concurrent training is the term for what you do. It's mixing together conditioning and strength. You know, doing a little bit of lifting and then doing conditioning. And for years and years, I remember coming up as a young coach or, or, as a person looking to, to, like most guys, obsessing over building muscle, I would often think that if I did conditioning, it would hurt my gains. Right? If I did conditioning, it would ruin the type of you know, performance indicators or strength, the strength uh, measurables that I was trying to get better. And um, this went on for years and years and years. And it wasn't until I stumbled um, onto a, a, an article about CrossFit and I started blending together strength and conditioning elements. And I think, you know, what I initially got, because, you know, CrossFit in its purest form is, you know, do the workout of the day, whatever conditioning it is, whether it's a AMRAP or sets with, you know, some intervals, whatever it is, but doing CrossFit training and um, just calling it a day, being done in 60 minutes. It's CrossFit in its truest, it's in its purest form. And um, it wasn't until I found it, so several years ago, there was a guy named Miko Salo. Miko Salo was a guy that would do, he basically spent most of his day, most of his day training all day, but he was the first one to really say, you know, you can do lifting and conditioning to get better. And he was kind of blazing the trail. And back then there was early, you know, early when he was doing that, there wasn't a lot of research. There wasn't a lot of uh, people figuring out if this was something that you could do and, and, you know, taking it to a laboratory setting and seeing if there was a way to actually get results like that. He was more just kind of anecdotally figuring these things out. And when I saw him, uh, I remember on the CrossFit YouTube channel, they did a day in the life of Miko Salo. And I remember laying on my couch and back then there was the, uh, I had like one of the original iPhone, uh, uh, <clears throat> iPod touches. 
and you could uh, pull it, you could download the YouTube app and you could watch the, and you could watch videos on the YouTube channel. So I went on the CrossFit YouTube channel and I started watching A Day in the Life of Miko Salo. And Miko Salo used to get up in the morning, do some sort of running or conditioning. He would spin, you know, do it for, you know, an hour to two hours of, you know, aerobic style conditioning, whether it's, you know, he would go bike riding or swimming or running. He would do something like that. And then he would go home and rest. And then the second session of the day would be all strength. So he would go back to the gym. And I remember, you know, he lived in, gosh, where we're at Finland, I believe is where he was from. He would go to this, you know, old school Olympic training facility in Finland. And he would go and do his strength training for the day. You know, do power snatches, power cleans, squats, deadlifts, presses, things like that. And then he would go home, rest for a couple hours, and he would go back out and finish his day at a CrossFit gym. And he would do his metabolic conditioning for the day. And Miko Salo was a guy that came into the CrossFit space, came into, you know, that setting, and he completely decimated everybody. He was, he was what I would consider early on a, uh, a volume monster. He was a guy that can just do tons of training and uh, was going against the grain of traditional belief patterns inside of strength and conditioning that you cannot lift and do conditioning at the same time because eventually you would get diminishing returns on both. Now, there are several studies that have since debunked this. Um, however, from, from what I understand of reading the research is that there's also uh, a more recent, I guess, analysis of the data and that um, there are best practices to this and there are points of diminishing returns depending on how much intensity you use you use consistently and how long you draw these processes out um, if you're grouping them together too too closely and it actually prompted me to go into kind of double down on my belief patterns inside of this because um, most of you've been following me for a while know that uh, I run a Brazilian jiu-jitsu school and a, um, a fitness gym and yes so since COVID-19 is kind of eradicated the jiu-jitsu gym because you obviously jiu-jitsu needs to be done with contact um since that's happened i have begun coaching inside of jiu-jitsu again as we come back up and i was having a conversation with one of my clients who actually does training with us on the fitness side and does brazilian jiu-jitsu brazilian jiu-jitsu with uh, our school as well and i noticed that he had been coming in every morning and doing strength training and then coming back in the uh, early afternoon and doing just literally the class that we have on the fitness side. And then he would come back in the evening and he would do Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu. Now this guy, I believe he's well well into his 50s. And uh, he's just a stud. He's a prior Special Forces guy. He's just, he's great. And <clears throat> he asked me, you know, um, what do you think about, you know, like how I'm training? Is it effective? And essentially as I said, and I thought about it for a second, the real answer is that this person is simply doing concurrent training in its best form because we know that you can blend aerobic conditioning, which is basically what a CrossFit workout is or, or you know, glycolytic training, whatever you want to call it. <clears throat> you can blend together aerobic training and strength training as long as nutrition is accounted for, you're eating enough calories, you're getting enough sleep at night, and uh, the other big piece is splitting them up. So what he does every morning by doing his strength training and going home is that he puts several hours in between his sessions, which allows his body to refuel, recover, and replenish 
so that he can go back and execute. Because what can happen inside of concurrent training is when you do strength training, that is, you know, a, a long lifting day, followed by a very intense aerobic piece or a very long aerobic piece, is there is a point to where during your session, you have either fatigued your nervous system or you have depleted your body of essentially energy and its ability to execute. And what that means is that inside of your aerobic conditioning, you actually don't execute on that at the level you need to get an adaptation, which is you getting better. And the same thing could go for strength. So, or, or, you know, your aerobic conditioning can be diminished uh, because you're tired from your lifting. I mean, think about if you come in and you do, you know, several sets of heavy deadlifts on like a lower body day. And then you, after that, follow it with some lunges and you follow it with some core work. And then you follow it with some, some sort of like direct hamstring work. Imagine if you do all of that stuff and then you try to do a, you know, a mixed modal workout with kettlebell swings and pull-ups and some running. Do you think that your body, without any sort of fuel or rest in between, is going to be able to execute on the next thing? My answer for you is simply just to, to give you that, depending on the intensity of your mixed modal conditioning workout, it's likely you won't be able to execute at a high level there. So remembering that, you know, if you're a coach listening to this, make sure you take into account, we can't just throw together a strength program and blend that with a conditioning program. Those two do not, cannot exist without the volumes of both being taken in consideration. And I'm training a person right now who is getting ready for an ultra run. And uh, we were talking about accumulating volume and, and what these things look like. But she actually does her running on a separate day, completely separate from her strength training day. Because if you're trying to do an ultra run, it's not just running. If you're a person listening to this and you're getting ready for a 5K or a half marathon or a marathon or a triathlon and you're not doing any sort of resistance training, then you're leaving results in your ability to do this work you're leaving results and capacity on the table sure you can go and you can execute on these things but um, I, I would caution you that you could do even more if your body was training it to be stronger and you could you know re reduce your risk of injury by doing strength training which is helpful for your joints <clears throat> it just it, you know strength training in general has so many benefits especially from um, uh, just a injury prevention standpoint so what I essentially do for this person is they actually use a form of concurrent training to get ready <clears throat> for their ultra run. So uh, to get back to my response to, to, to my client who was asking me who was doing Brazilian jiu-jitsu and you know, fitness and strength training all at the same time, I said to him, I said, the fact that you take at least a break in between all of your, take a, a decent break in between all of your sessions and you're accounting for your nutrition and sleep and, and stress mitigation shows me that you are going to completely you, you are going to continue to adapt for as long as your training progresses right meaning as long as you your strength train your strength program is, is done well and um and, and just reminds me of the you know when i was going back and going through that study that was more recent when they were talking about you know how to execute on concurrent training the best um, essentially what they found is that when you have at least six hours of break between your strength and your condition, your aerobic training, that six hours of break, if proper fueling and rest is taken into consideration during those times, with that six hours of break, 
and, and don't like, you know, don't say like, you know, five hours and 59 minutes. Okay. Minute six, all of a sudden, you know, you know, six hours, right. When that happens, it triggers just some magic mechanism that you're ready to go train again. I'm just simply saying that parameter, you know, somewhere, give or take is a good, decent parameter to put in between your sessions to know that your body has recovered and replenished and it's ready to go for the se- for the next session. And, and know that if you are fearful of thinking that if you do strength training and aerobic training inside of a same program, just let it be known that as long as both are taken into consideration, you're, you're going to progress and you're going to prog- like progress at a good level. Now, sure, you know, at with strength training, if you do it without aerobic training, sure, you're going, maybe you get stronger or more fit a little faster but I will tell you that when you blend together aerobic training or conditioning with strength training, it actually helps you to recover at a higher level because your body becomes more efficient at recovering in between sets, which means you can do more volume faster without longer rest periods. So it just becomes more efficient. So if we compare efficiency versus duration of like how long it takes you to get a result inside of either or, um, you can see how they are done well together. And, and inside of my programs, I make sure that I blend all of these things all the time. If you get trained by me, you will do some form of concurrent training. Of course, yes, depending on where you are in your journey through fitness, um, that will determine you know, to what degree I give you those things. But rest assured, you are going to do a form of concurrent training because I know that through my years of practice, my years of training clients, that that is just a very effective way to um, progress and to get more fit, lose more body fat, gain more strength. That is a method that I've had so much success with that I'm a full-on believer in it. And 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 again, like I did primarily come from just the, the you know the CrossFit community, but over the years I've just learned that you know CrossFit is just a tool. It's not, it's a method. It's not, a, it's not necessarily a principle. Sure, there's principles inside of it, but it, by itself, it's not a standalone thing. It's just a method. And if I blend that method and I use it as a tool in my toolbox with these other great strength and conditioning tools, that I can just make a person extremely fit and get them the results as best as we possibly can. So um, concurrent training, guys. Concurrent training is a fancy word for doing strength and some sort of, you know, form of conditioning work blended together in a program. And there are studies that support it to be very, very well, to, that it works very, very well. There is a more recent study that says that making sure that you take into account that uh, both volumes need to be equated for and that both intensities need to be equated for and the proper rest needs to be equated for if those things are done well, then it still shows that you can get great results. So uh, if you have any questions on this topic, guys, as always, don't hesitate to reach out. Uh, I love it. I love it when you guys send me questions. Um, One, it helps me if I don't know the answer right away, it helps me to go research it and to learn more. But the other thing is that I know that um, for me, podcasting changed everything. Being able to essentially turn my car into a university on wheels, per se, being able to do that has just allowed me to do so much for other people, but allow me to grow myself just based, just based off of being able to educate myself. And, and I adopted this principle a long time ago from Tony Robbins where he said, net time, no extra time, meaning no wasted time. Every minute of the day is an opportunity to learn, especially if you are you know, doing things like 
cooking breakfast or, you know, working in your garage, working out. It's an opportunity for you to learn and to fill your mind full of stuff. So don't hesitate to reach out, guys. The, the, my email, my contact information is inside the outro. And uh, if you have any questions on this topic, don't hesitate. Bye, guys. Hey, thank you so much for listening to the show today. I know your time is valuable, and I appreciate every minute that you spent with me. If you're new to the show, make sure to hit that subscribe button and to give us a rating and review. Also, don't forget to follow me on Instagram where I post daily motivational content and free training and nutritional information. Lastly, if you've been listening to this for a while and you're thinking about working with me and my team, go ahead and email me at cody at virtuousfit.com and I'll see you on the next episode.